You know the food for your soul gotta feed your mind You gotta know if you eating right Gotta put yourself first, yes let's address this But while we're here let's have a second breakfast Welcome to the podcast, Emma. Thanks uh, so much for joining me today. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, how are you getting on? Good, yeah. All things considered. Chilling, Grant. Loving the stretch in the evening and such and such. So I know. It is nice now. A bit of uh, hope. Hope. Yeah, a bit of hope. No. bit of danger for us fair-skinned folk too. The sun's creeping out that bit I, longer. <laughs> I know. I have to actually break out the sunscreen. No, it's <laughs> I'm actually free. Bring back the winter. <laughs> Stay inside. Uh, uh, so uh, why don't you tell me, we'll start off, why don't you tell me a bit about yourself and um, kind of just about yourself in general for the listeners? Yeah, cool. So uh, my name's Emo um, and I'm a singer-songwriter from Cork and I've been uh, playing music most of my life, but I've been doing a full-time pretty much the last three years and stuff. So um, it's very early on in the career, but um yeah, just transitioning from the kind of pub scene and, and busking as of now, really, and uh, releasing my own music, which is going great. And I suppose you could consider me within the pop folk genre, so to speak, but it, it tends to vary a lot. How did you, you said you've been playing music like all your life. How have you, how did you get into it? And like, how did you, how have you developed over the years so far, like from, from the start? Yeah, so would have started young, just learning an instrument. So like the parents are always adamant that we could learn, uh, we could learn playing instruments, uh, swim, and then kind of drive. I suppose <laughs> couldn't really learn to drive that well at all. But um, <laughs> I would have started off on the piano uh, more legally for the first instruments. Yeah, so piano is where it began, and then from there, obviously, if we wanted to continue on, you know, we'd start other bits. So I started off the piano. I enjoyed that, so stuck with that for a while, and then. Um, they were going to put me onto the flute, but then uh, my lungs weren't developed enough for that or whatever. So clearly I wasn't uh, doing great at swimming either. I went on to do the clarinet oh. and then did that for a while and then did Ilan Pipes on top of that. So there's constantly kind of venturing into different instruments. But yeah, from pretty much around the age of seven, I was always just kind of exploring new instruments and stuff like that. So it was cool. You know, parents were very supportive and uh, yeah. Uh, facilitating all of that kind of exploration so yeah that's kind of how I got into it and can you swim and drive now are you how are you in those areas <laughs> well <laughs> sometimes my driving is questionable that like <laughs> I, if I veer off a bridge I might have to swim but uh now I'm grand I I, I can I can swim <laughs> that's the job. I, <laughs> I suppose like just speaking of driving I was playing your song still on the way home there um cool, yeah. work and it's a it's a proper like I could see it being in movies, like or like a TV show. Oh, end, cool, uh, yeah. It's one of those songs, like uh, oh, it's class. Um, but you're someone, no, and I, I, I blatantly stole this from your Spotify. But you're someone who <laughs> defies genres, or as you said, like your um, couple yeah. of different genres. Um, do you have a favorite, like? Um, I think, like I, I suppose the default is always kind of pop, really. You know, mm. um, when I'm writing and, and stuff like that, I'm always kind of probably thinking within a, a pop field but like it varied quite a bit like as I kind of mentioned having a clarinet and stuff like I, I, I'd love to bring that in I have that in the song I just haven't released yet um, okay. so you know it, it, obviously genre is kind of instrument specific as well so like I have a tune that I'm working on at the moment and I have Dylan Pipes in on that so it's kind of taking more of a traditional twist and stuff like that so um, yeah it's probably the default would be pop but I'm kind of varying off I bought a bunch of gear over lockdown as well 
um, that's making me make a lot more uh, electronic kind of produced synth kind of sounds like okay, 80 yeah. synth and stuff like that. So kind of the weekend vibe yeah, um, yeah, and stuff like that. So kind of getting into that side of things. Um, so it's very explorative. Yeah, I'd say probably pop is, is pop and folk really. Yeah, yeah. And what I mean, that's what I like the most for now. But it's just constantly just whatever instrument I'm kind of feeling at that time, I'll enjoy that genre the most then. I get you. Can I just ask you about still? Because that's like my kind of music. Um, well, like, what's the meaning behind the song? Like, could you call it a love song? Um, just yeah. So here. the the initial uh, creation of still, it was actually supposed to be the super depressing song, okay. uh, and it was way slower. And it was uh, like <laughs> close your eyes, love, you see all this kind of stuff. And uh, I wrote it. Um, his girlfriend at the time, we had gotten in a fight, kind of thing. Sure. And she was all kind of sad, whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to write her this big, sopping, like, uh, sad song. And then uh, I wrote it. I was proud of it. And then I played it for her. And I was like, yeah. oh, she'd be weak. No, like, she'd probably cry. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're gaslighting. They're wanting her emotionally to be yeah, crippled yeah. after the song. And um, I played it for her. And she was like, nah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. And then I was like, oh, maybe the song's crap. Um, but I was coming after a gig then. And this was early, early on. Um, I didn't even have like a guitar case or anything. And the guitar was rattling around the back of the Jeep. And when I pulled it out, it was in this kind of weird tuning. The, the G and the B string were knocked out. And uh, But it was, it was really kind of cool sounding. I was like, oh, nice, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, uh, jam around that. And I'd love to put a song onto that. So just the latest lyrics I had were that of sad still. And it kind of just turns out it matched a way more upbeat kind of Mumford and Sons-esque kind of tune. Um, yeah. so it's just yeah, it just latched on from there. So um, essentially, nice. then it flipped its meaning that it's more celebratory love song. But yeah, like either way, it's a it's it's a love song at the root. Yeah, um, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Cool. Calla Lily is another one. Like uh, just from what you have on Spotify, I know you you yeah, collaborate there as well. But that's a really cool song. But like, um, there's even a bit of rapping in there. Like, um, yeah, it's kind of like I didn't kind of want to go kind of rapping like I want there's there's a lot of lyrics in it and stuff like that but I'm trying yeah. to like I don't I, I I don't claim that I rap in it or anything like that because I'm not trying to do like the edge here and thing or stuff like that but it's I yeah. suppose it's rhythmic singing in a sense yeah yeah but yeah it kind of does it does have that rap kind of element or whatever but uh yeah that was just my um my stab at doing something very kind of yeah, kind of rhythmic I guess. Yeah, it's, yeah. Pro- probably raps with French as well, but I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a rapper. No, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't consider myself a rapper at all. Like, I'm not going down to Ed Sheeran, because that can be kind of, like, Ed Sheeran pulled it off as grand, but um, I just find it cringe. If I if I started to do that now, I'd just be like, oh, it's kind of like the guy at the party that's singing all the rap songs with the guitar and stuff. It's just, it's a... It's overplayed at the moment. You're just like, oh, chill out, boy. I, um, so <laughs> I kind of just don't want to do that. So, but, I know uh, it does work in the song. Like it is. Um, yeah, it's well, it's it's more. I was definitely listening to a lot of rap at the time and stuff, and oh, yeah, I wanted yeah. the I wanted the lyrics to have a bit of depth behind them, you know, instead of just kind of face value, like you know, I love you and you hurt me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, lyrically, I would have concentrated on that. So I am. Yeah, it probably would is more akin to. To rap tunes in that regard like yeah but uh no it takes mm. even just those two songs like taught like different types of music and genres but i don't like saying like oh you remind me of a mix of this and that because you have your own unique sound you know but yeah, who, happens, who, i mean yeah yeah like there's definitely times in any music that you'd be like oh geez that sounds like that but who who influences you or who would have been your influences 
kind of um, growing up. Yeah, it's kind know. of, yeah, like it's never, there's a few kind of key ones throughout, but usually like my influences, like the instrumentation almost, uh, it, it varies per song. Um, so I kind of get a strike of influence from this one artist I'm listening to. I'm like, oh, I'd love to make a song like that. Mm. I have a song called Lemon Sun and I was, I was listening a lot to uh, Little Dicky at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's just he's he's, he's gaslight, but uh, brilliant. Just listened to a lot to him, and I just enjoyed his kind of album and stuff like that. And you know, I just I thought he would go crack. And then I was like, oh, I'd love to kind of write a song with with him in mind. So I wrote that. He definitely heavily influenced that. But then Hosier would come in um, and influence a lot of songs. So I was just trying to be solely on guitar a lot of times. Like uh, Maggie Rogers would be another influence would come in, and then um, this one called Rachel K Collier. She's um, musician from wales and she does a bunch of youtube stuff but um she's more on the synth and oh, uh, yeah. kind of electronic musical she's class yeah she's definitely influenced a lot of different uh sounds that i'm kind of exploring so yeah it's definitely per song that i'm creating james blake is another huge one. yeah oh, uh, he's he's consistent enough in terms of influence like um and then from there would have been a bit of Frank Ocean as well, you know, because I yeah. suppose two of them work together. Are you a fan of collaborating? Would would that be important in your? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I enjoy it. It's just uh, anytime when you can be a bit detached from music in itself, because like I just love the creation of music, but when it's solely just for you and some, it can get it can get a bit tasking because you can be so in, emotionally invested at times that it can get yeah. draining, you know, and then you're you start to get apprehensive about like getting it wrong or then when it's not going fully right then you start to get annoyed so when you're collabing and stuff it's you know you have to meet in the middle and there's a lot of um ebbing and flowing and stuff but it's a lot easier to to you know if you had an idea for a lyric and let's say they didn't like it then you just let go of it and you're like yeah cool yeah and, uh, i enjoy that it makes it more confined um and within the scope and it just makes it uh enjoy the process a lot more in that essence so yeah i know i do i enjoy clubs a lot and it's just interesting to see what it was other ways like artists work and stuff like that it's uh it's good you know instead of just being recluse because you can you can end up just being mm. inverted the whole time and make your own music and in your own head and stuff like that and then the minute you kind of collab with someone you're like oh yeah jesus it's actually so much simpler or or so much harder and how have you been enjoying um your art and like being creative over the last year i suppose just because we're over a year into lockdown now how how has that affected you do you do you mind the lockdown how are you finding it at the start like i was like god damage you know in a sense i was like i might as well be a paid producer kind of thing or (laughs) like it i had a steady income first time ever being on the pop um i was like wow this is unreal um but obviously the novelty wore off. But like, you know, all those things you push off, you know, you're like, oh, if I had the time, I'd tackle that, this, that, and the other. And then that was the first time where I was like, all right, you know, she was like, you have a bunch of time. So I tried to crack in a lot on production skills um, and Ableton software. And like, that was unreal. Um, Getting the time to do that. I really enjoyed that for a while. And then obviously like trying all different things. There was no pressure or like uh sense that like if you weren't doing something you'd be missing out because everyone was at a standstill and it kind of yeah. feels like that when you're in the music industry very early on you know i'm still there like but yeah. uh you know when you're seeing these other artists they're announcing tour dates and then they're announcing single launches and stuff like that and you're still working on the same song for the last three months you can feel like you're kind of missing the boat a bit so then 
there was a big stop on that, which mm. was like a breathing space, and that that felt yeah. good. But uh, a year on, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I got, I, I have gotten complacent. I feel like because the last time I released was a year ago. It would have been April last yeah. year. I released still, um, and yeah, it's just funny to think that years passed and I haven't really done anything, so to speak. Um, but I mean, there's been stuff in the background and things. Um, do you find that just on that um, about like it's been a year since you've released, like physically released anything? But mm. there's a lot of work going on in the background. Like, is that a, you know, you're still you still are working away. Like, is that is that a problem? Not a problem, but is that something that affects people, creative people, maybe more so if there's nothing tangible going out there? Yeah, for sure. Like, I I definitely work better with like a deadline or some mm. goal. So a lot a lot of times when I'm writing and stuff, it comes about if I have a show coming up and then I'm going through my set and there might be a lull or something in the setting, like, geez, I'd love a song there to lift the energy. And yeah. normally it kind of comes from that then. But obviously there's no gigs and stuff like that. So there's been no kind of incentive. It's really had to, it, it, it didn't really make me, you know, have to kind of look inward and be like, you know, I just, I, I do this because I love it yeah, um, yeah, and and have that at the, the foundation uh, but it can be it can be very tough and like Jesus there's some days I'm just like oh my god <laughs> yeah. are we kind of are we a bit doomed so yeah, to speak yeah. because um, like everyone's like grasping for something now and it's just it's it's going to be some rush when things start to open up again um, definitely that like yeah. you know it's kind of scary that even the thought of like you know all the the big shots will be getting in there and now we'll be uh, bottom feeders I suppose um, coming for any sorts of gigs but yeah I look for the future yeah. but. hopefully in the summer now something will be open up a bit more like I just I do enjoy the online gigs like do you know you love they to are, be pub or even just watching it live it's just not the same like yeah. and especially when you're doing I time when I was doing them I was, I was mad kind of doing them at the start but mm. it's just I don't know it's just the, the feedback there's no validation in a sense obviously people are like the emojis and they're like oh yeah great um but you just you just see numbers and stuff and there's no like there's some difference between being able to play and being able to like hide with a crowd in a sense you know i feel so exposed when you're doing uh live shows um yeah you can just hear everything but when you're in a live setting like yeah let's say you don't uh, exactly play the chord right or something like that for sure it's kind of like who cares and you just drive on yeah um, but then when, <laughs> when you hear nothing it's like you're bombing constantly like because you just yeah. it's just silence you know yeah um, oh, it's just a weird transition like it's a weird one yeah i know oh, geez that's that's so that's actually giving me a bit of fucking um <laughs> bit of anxiety i don't know um yeah. so what uh what's kind of next for you so like um i suppose when things open up again or or what do you have coming up anything like um being released soon yeah so i have a song uh that is, it should be released now um it's called make you mine so a year later after last year's uh single still um i have make you mine coming out it's, uh, april 16th and um uh, this tune what is actually what i mentioned earlier it, it, it kind of stemmed from when I was going through a set and I wanted to make something that lifted the energy and I love oh, this cool, song. Yeah. I think it, it absolutely does that. Um, and each time I'm making songs, obviously at the start, you kind of get a sense like, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling that or I'm with that. And 
but this one feels closer to my intent and how it sounds and stuff and it's pretty yeah. it's pretty bang on i'm pretty i'm really happy with it actually to be honest so i'm really looking forward to yeah, just everyone yeah. getting out of it but it should be on it should be on everything it should be on all stream platforms and stuff yeah, yeah um but yeah it's called making mine so that's yeah, next thing mean. and then in terms of tour dates or gig dates um i have wheelings and um cypress avenue for september all things going to plan they'll be going ahead yeah and then hopefully i'll have uh dates in london and in uh germany whatever but the irish dates september onwards um but wheelings and cypress avenue are the closest ones i have Nice. Um, to confirm kind of things but yeah i mean if you just keep posted on instagram or yeah, yeah. Uh, i actually started tiktok now <laughs> oh did you <laughs> yeah i kind of i kind of I, I had that for ages yeah and um i just mindlessly burning time but uh i was oh. like i have to get on this i have to do it like <laughs> even though some of it i i nearly have six-pack abs from cringing at it some of it is <laughs> chronic but um yeah, I just it's just the way it is now. Like, yeah. Instagram is going to become yeah the new Facebook. Like, um, so that's true. It's just the the next generation kind of job. But yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, anyway, you'll see all those updates, whatever. Yeah, um, TikTok the is the most addictive app. I think so addictive. It's I've crazy, across, but it caters like... caters to everyone, and the algorithm yeah. is so strange. If you ever found that, like, because sometimes if I if I click into someone and I'll view their profile or whatever, but I might necessarily enjoy the content that they make. I'll just be yeah. like, I'll watch a video and I'll be like, how in the name of God does that have like 500,000 likes and like <laughs> millions of views? Yeah, yeah. And I click into their profile, see if they're doing this all the time or something like that. And then TikTok thinks I love that person. So yeah. they keep showing me and sure I keep looking at yeah, that's out, of, just... out of fascination. And then I end up going out like, I'm in disgust <laughs> watching TikTok. So you kind of, you have to make the algorithm work for you. Like, so then I was like, no, I need to start liking stuff that like I enjoy. I know. And then it's good, like, but it's a funny one. Yeah. There's it is like, good. Yeah. Sides to it, like all the time. And it's, that's the, I like, I was talking to my friends about that. Like it's not, I rarely go on my following page. I go on the for you page yeah. and I go through that Yeah, yeah. and it's pretty much the yeah. same, but you spend hours, never go on it. Man, you're about to go to sleep. Nuts. Like it's just, you'll be up for hours. Nah, literally two hours <laughs> is gone. And two hours watching two seconds of clips. Like it's, Oh, that's Stupid. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts, like. <laughs> and um, you were on uh, a TV show. You were filming for a, a TV show in England. Can you tell me a bit about that? Um, yeah. What was going yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, a show on uh, BBC One. It's called um, I Can See Your Voice, and it's like yeah. a it's a new it's a new like yeah Saturday Night Game Show or whatever where like um, Take Me Out used yeah. to be or whatever because um, it like it has Paddy McGuinness as the host and so that. But yeah, I went oh, over. Gosh filming there last year and um just guess like i'm just part part of the game show so i'm only on for one episode or whatever yeah and uh i'd say probably only 10 minutes or something yeah it's just hilarious like um i wasn't allowed to talk to anyone at the start order because the way the things set out um, oh, yes, because yeah. i a uh, mystery singer uh so part of the show is that i'm a mystery singer on it and i can't um obviously uh, tell them if i'm a singer or not and then the contestant comes on and they have to eliminate, there's six of us, they have to eliminate round by round one of us. Okay. Um, and first round is by looks alone. Uh, so they look at Jeez. you and see if you're a, a good singer, just on your stance. And I, I'm but born yeah. with a, I'm born with a crooked, well, not actually, but my posture <laughs> is horrendous. And uh, so I kind of, I slouch a bit like, and 
I don't think I was looking that confident that day. So <laughs> they were questioning questioning me from then on. I was like, oh, fuck. I, I need to get one of those uh, back straightener things. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't come across as a confident man if you see me standing up. <laughs> and um, But then the next one is like, uh, it's a lip sync round. And obviously the good singers lip sync to themselves. And then uh, the bad singers, uh, they would have got uh, singers come in studio prior to record their vocal and then they'd lip sync to that. Right, and right. Uh, they weren't convinced that because uh, they don't even they didn't even know I was Irish. You see, they thought I was this English, and they dressed me up as sorry. They dressed you up in personas, so they dressed me up as this rugby lad. I looked like a, the <laughs> captain of the Slytherin Quidditch team. I looked so stupid. Like they dressed me up as white <laughs> and green, stripy top, and then these like high sport socks. Oh man, Jesus I Christ. looked horrible, and <laughs> my feet were numb because you had to stand there so still for so long. Yeah, then they're like, uh, oh, they're like, oh, no way. They heard my voiceover and they thought it was so like high and like feminine. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, no way is that oh, rugby lad or whatever singing that. And they thought I just came on as a, a like a, a, a bit with the mates. And yeah, um, yeah. Uh, sure enough, yeah, you sing, then you reveal your voiceover. And uh, yeah, there's oh, yeah. two crack. Like, um, Jimmy Carroll's on it and what's her face, Amanda oh, Holden. Thanks. He's uh, Danny Jones. He's uh, the or was the lead singer of uh, McFly. I want to say. Oh and, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, it's few. It's slip. It's just it's, it's you know crack, your, yeah, your typical yeah. Saturday night show. Or I was mad. It's yeah, good crack. Yeah. Gas, That's yeah. brilliant. Jeez. So, <laughs> it's good to do it later. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. I think I've seen those back uh, stretcher things on advertised on TikTok as well. <laughs> just saying, I know so, it's. I'm going to get inundated oh, with those. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah. The cookies are going to love this. Like cookies listening in like that. <laughs> and I feed you with all those ads. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you'll yeah, and you'll definitely pop up on my uh, TikTok for you page. No. After we've been talking <laughs> yeah, about it, like. <laughs> yeah. I was and talking about that guy. Scrolling because uh, I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I keep coming up because TikTok is stupid and things you love. <laughs> Oh, this is brilliant um so we'll do uh we'll do a quick fire round before we finish up there um this oh, is God, just okay. <laughs> yeah. don't worry about it this is i i like, um, uh, mega mind you know the spotlight comes on right. yeah <laughs> what is your chosen subject so we just have a few uh just a few questions so it's um i'll go through them quickly you don't yeah. I, I know it's a quick fire round but if you need no, a I second match to it. I'll, match, I'll match the energy so. all right okay <laughs> <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> All right, so first one. What is your favorite movie? Shawshank Redemption. No, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it didn't. This the, the audio dipped at the start. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> I didn't. No, I was going to answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so if, what's your favorite TV show? Friends. Oh God, no! That's not that. <laughs> I actually haven't really watched TV in a while. I'd say mm. Always Sunny. That's the last thing I watched. Always oh, Sunny yeah, yeah. in Philadelphia. Um, who is your favorite artist, or what is your favorite song? That's a that's a tough one. It's uh, a bit wide, but right now James Blake and uh, uh, his tune Retrograde. Love that. Okay, and uh, what is your favorite song of your own? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've I've written it yet. No, um, <laughs> I'd say make your mind. Um, okay. Yeah, Brilliant. make your mind. Yeah, yeah, make Brilliant. your mind. How convenient. <laughs> convenient. Out everywhere. April sixth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where is your ideal destination post lockdown? Ah, uh, Florence, Italy. I'd say. Class. Um, who is your dream collaborator, collaboration guest on oh, future geez. track? 
Uh, I can't say James Blake, that'd be boring. Uh, I'd go for some rapper. We'll go the uh, Baby, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The <laughs> Baby picks up local car clubs. Yeah, how's about it? Yeah. Um, last one, no, this is just one I put in uh, when we were talking earlier. What is your favorite hobby besides singing, performing? It can't be swimming or driving. Eating, boy. I love to eat. No, I'd, um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know. Warzone. I'm mad on yeah. Warzone. Yeah, is that is that can you consider that a hobby? Like, gaming? yeah, I, I think know. so. Yeah, it was a necessity last year. Like, um, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just doing eating and looking for all the uh, cheap replacements of snacks. Um, like they have these thing called spirals, and they replace the version of Kinder Buenos, and I think they're better. They're unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're unreal. Um, and they're so bad for you, but um, they're so good. The, uh, yeah, the lint- lintel curls are class as well. Like um, anything yeah, Aldi does is, they're just like crisps, and they look they don't look great. Like they can look like juvenile yeah. packets of crisps, but yeah, their their displays aren't great. All right, I'll, yeah. I'll say that. But once you can see past that, um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, don't judge a book by its cover. No, Aldi has the best snacks. It's taste. It's <laughs> eat the book. Don't read it. <laughs> I think I think we'll end it there. That was that was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks very much, Emo. Everybody check out Emo on all his uh, social medias and the new song coming out on April 16th. And depending on when this is released, check him out on BBC One. Um getting cool. absolutely rinsed by English. More people. likely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You love to see us. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Cheers for uh, that. Thanks for having me. Cheers, appreciate it. Oh. Nothing has changed, I'm still me Time passed us by easily See how the years made us grow Down the same path, no knows I still love you from head to toe Please, darling Don't let me go When you ask me what I'm thinking of It's about how we're still in love Life is so much more to bring Though it's changed From what it used to be I never strayed far From you and me And when you ask me What I'm thinking of It's about when I And how all this time has been